stretch out Think your skin can bring you so much pain Now I hear you say You got the best of both ways Won't you come and take a walk in my shoes And tell me if you take my place Under the cover of my skin Hey, and uh, welcome to the Inside Running Podcast, Shoe Geeks Edition, Christmas Special 2022. I'm joined it's by November. my co-host. It's still November. This is November edition. Settle down. Uh, is it? Is it? Well, it's December 7 on my uh, my watch through here as well. So Tom is busy. Tom's a busy man. <laughs> is he as busy as you? I over yeah. November, pretend it never happened. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, look, Tom, your hair's looking good, mate. What's going on there? Oh, is it? Good. Thank you. Yeah. I need a haircut. But I've yeah, never... I've just gone for the real short sides, long top. So, so yeah, very good. How's things uh, at Pinnacle? Gone well? Christmas time? Yeah, not bad, not bad. I'm at work today. Um, yeah, it's 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 uh, becoming uh, more of a good routine now here, which is good since the move. And do you enjoy the Sports Medicine Australia conference uh, up in where was it? I can't remember where it was. It was Gold Coast. It was on on the Gold Coast. Yeah, it, it was good. It was good. I didn't actually get to go to as many. Um, uh, see, see as many talks as, as I would have liked because I was only there for uh, I had to cut the trip short just because of work and life and whatever but um, it's good to be up there good to be with uh, Clark, with your uh, partner in crime Clarky and went for a few runs with him Clarky's first I, I was conference. supposed to get the um, the ASIC super blast but it got sent to my old work address so he, he had his super blast and I was uh, I took only one shoe I took the um, I took the Metaspeed Edge there's my jogging session too. <laughs> why are you shaking your head? Look, it's... I don't know why you only taken one shoe. That makes no sense to me. Hand luggage. I didn't want to. Nah. I didn't want to check okay. in. And if yep. you're going to take a shoe, you take the safe shoe. Well, to be fair, like I, I call that a pretty safe super shoe, especially with my pretty neutral mechanics. Mm. So fair enough. Look, yeah. I, still, I still never had the Edge Plus. I had two Sky Pluses. I never had the Edge Plus. So everyone oh, does sort of say okay. Raves is a pretty good training shoe. So yeah. Why did you need yeah. two Sky Plus? No, nah, I didn't. So what happens, I had one sent through the podcast here and then Jay oh. sent me one as well. And um, so we had a 10 and a 10.5. So we'll get to that later on. But yeah, Tommy, you're back training really well. You're running with Benny. I see you're running with some of the juniors are leading out around the white fence as well. Yeah, it's the, a couple of old guys with all the kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, it's good. Uh, finally uh, getting back to some fitness, which is nice, some consistency, mm. which has led to a bit of fitness. Yeah, um, and I'm finally trying some more shoes because it's been – I, I, I thought back um, today to when you were doing this, so thinking about the shoes. And I haven't uh, – because I haven't actually done that much running this year. It's probably the least running I've done uh, for like 15 years or something. What's the um? What's the annual count for your volume this year? I'll oh, look it up. No, t- Will no. you tell us about what shoes you've been wearing then? What's been? Uh, all right. So, look, I'm gonna. There's a cat scratching on the door. Just bear with me on this while you tell the shoe story. <laughs> um, the new stuff that I got. I guess we can kind of. We're going to recap the year, aren't we? A little bit. Yeah, briefly. yeah. I think we. We can even do that. Um, we might do that at the end of December. Sure. Okay. At the end of December, yeah, we'll do a year recap just because we're still on the November month, I reckon. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, I, 
I've been so I haven't been running anything uh, too exciting. I've been sticking with uh, like the the Mizuno uh, Wave Rider Neo Two. Uh, a little bit of still. I've just finished off with the Kano Light Three. It's um, it's tell us, uh, tell it's us on about the Neo. Tell us about the Neo. Not many people would know about it, to be honest. So. The, the Neo is just a, an offshoot of the standard uh, Wave Rider, and it just had a like a different upper and a different outsole. I, I believe it's it was Neo Wind, isn't it? Neo Wind. No, nah, this is just called Neo Two. I don't think there was any wind or anything. Um, just a different outsole and a different upper. And the upper, like, if I had my choice, I would have the outsole of the Neo and the upper of the standard Wave Rider. Just because the, the upper of the Neo was, like, real funky and it just didn't have the good lockdown. It was, like, a booty kind of didn't have a separate tongue. It was all, like, a, a booty, which kind of felt nice, but it, the lockdown wasn't wasn't quite there. Um, that was, yeah, so... That's, uh, yeah, the, the counter, yeah, pretty much I need another sort of basic um, daily trainer to fill in with the, the death of my counter light, which I will find. Because um, what I found this morning on the session, so I did a, a track workout this morning and I normally jog in like those kind of traditional trainers and then I'll chuck on a super sure or a spike and it'll feel fast and and normally if it's a super shoe, which I've been having used spikes this year, it, it's like it feels um, a lot more fun and bouncy and fast. But um, I, I warmed up in the, um, which I've had for only two days. I've done three runs in it, including the warm-up cool-down, uh, the uh, Super Blast from ASICS. Mm. And um, going from the Super Blast and then changed into the next percents for the session. Yeah, that's it. So this this the, is the Super Blast. This is their... Uh... What are the stats? Like 46 mil at the rear and about 37 or 30, 38 at the front? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's about yeah. eight, it's an eight mil drop. Um, and it's yeah, really nice it's, wide surface area. The magic for, um, you know, the flat foam turbo. Yeah, so we've got that performance foam in there. So Tom's it does cheek, feel like. Tom's cheese board test. It's uh, got a real like, flat midfoot, a little bit of a late rocker on it. And. Um, Bit of a rear foot rocker for you, Tom. Not as drastic as, say, like a uh, Kawana, but a little bit of a rear foot rocker on it. Yeah. 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 For one. yeah. But yeah, going from that to um, an X percent, an X percent felt like minimal. Like, uh, <laughs> it felt like spikes. That's what was going to spikes, which is just yeah, ridiculous yeah. and crazy, which is, why, which is why I don't want to fall into the same trap as you are, Nidda, is, is doing like all my runs in these like high, high stackers because like mm. then you just lose the magic of the super shoe, I reckon. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, don't, I, I don't think you actually lose the magic, Tom. You just perceptually feel like you lose the magic, right? So Yeah, but a big part of race day is, is the perception before you race. Yeah. You're like, oh, Maybe you yeah, should... this feels good. I feel fast. Look, no matter what shoe you warm up in, you, your alpha fly will always feel like a bit more shoe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... <laughs> so that, that super blast, how does it compare to a Nike Invincible? Look, it's more responsive, that's for sure. More, yeah, um, I would say for you, Nita, I reckon you wouldn't bottom out the forefoot like you would in don't. the Invincible because the Invincible yeah. Zoom X is so soft, you probably just squash it down completely. It does, but look, it, it's also extremely light. This shoe at size 10, I was, I think it weighs in about 235 to 240 grams, and I'm not sure what the Nova 3 is, but it's, it's almost parallel in weight with the Nova 3. It's really stable. So one thing ASICs have done this year with even all their fun shoes 
the large surface area has been relatively stable. The uppers have been pretty good, Tom, I reckon. I mean, the Nova was a really yeah. nice upper, um, the Nova 3. And I think this is maybe a little bit on the narrower side compared to the Nova 3, a bit less voluminous, but it's still amazing upper. Um, but this this shoe is probably... I found that when I was hitting more in the midfoot, Clarkie agrees as well. It did feel a bit more firm. As soon as I hit the, gra- the, the, the ground more plantar gray, I sort of used the late rocker. The foam compresses and responds really well. This is... Um, one of the best daily trainers, but like you said, um, Julian, it's like eating dessert every day. Um, you know, it's a real fun shoe. I found the Nova three being lighter and stuff. If I went for 90 minutes to two hours and it, by the end, the phone wouldn't respond quite as well. It sort of wouldn't come back. This shoe seems to get better during the duration of it. It's almost firm at the start and then it gets better as you get rolling. So, um, I hate running a bitumen and I reckon I've run more bitumen in the past, you know, four to five weeks. Um, simply because I've been wearing the Super Blast. Yeah, it was road, running on the road in that shoe is is nuts. Like, it's mm. nothing nothing hard about running on the road when you're in that shoe. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I don't think so it, that... it's, it's not available to purchase in Australia. Um, mm. I'm not sure their plans on it. I'm pretty sure we were supposed to get, like, tiny little allocation for the store. Yeah, yeah. But And when I say tiny, I mean, like... Three or four pairs total, and yeah, so it's going to be pretty difficult to get. Uh, you know the cost? It's expensive. Yeah, it's expensive, but I couldn't actually find what it's going to. Uh, I can let me let me get back to you. Yeah, yeah, no, really good shoe. I think it's um, I mean, out of all the maximal shoes, I haven't tried the um. Uh, the Prime X or the Boston yet, but uh, compared to the Super Comp, it's just more responsive. I reckon um, if I'm running a long run with the pace is a bit quicker, this is definitely a better shoe than, say, the Super Comp from the New Balance, which is more protective in nature. Mm. Yeah, I don't know the retail, sorry. Mm. Yeah, so I think it comes down to the the turbo, like the fact they put that turbo foam. I think it's like, it's at least, so the turbo is that salmon color and then, then mm. you got the, the flight foam blast plus is the yep. green one. And uh, yeah, it's mostly that that turbo that I think that's the reason why it doesn't bottom out because it's, it's, it's so much more resilient yep, than, so um, uh, than the blast plus stuff. That outer sole looks to be pretty worn already on yours, Nitter. Uh, look, it's, it's heaps of exposed foam. So look, I, might, I mean, you want to see something that's worn on the outsole, get a close up of this. This is the super comp. Oh, oh yeah! So I've, I've, I've splintered the um the carbon through here as well, but look, it still functions well. So look, it's so nice. much shoe that you can splinter a few a bit of the anatomy of the shoe, and it still functions okay. That blue rubber bit, which is the protective of the carbon, would have came off. Oh, I don't even know within two or three runs, just in the trails in the backyard here. So, but yeah, no, it's um this here is done, but this here is already done close to three hundred k's. Um, oh, and it's a lot, okay. but the, the Piba midsole um materials i'd argue they're a bit more resilient than people were saying but this this shoe feels better than the nova did at the same time frame mm. yeah that's something we're Dur- learning about isn't it mm. durability i reckon durability wise it'll be good like people won't get to 400k and feel like they got to toss it it'll be one of those yep. ones 800k kind of thing mm. i reckon agreed uh, yeah yeah so it's a good one then we just can't get it yeah <laughs> yeah it's a shame <laughs> I think it's probably been the most fun shoe from Asics this year as a volume shoe, or maybe full stop. I reckon I don't think I've had a more enjoyable shoe from Asics. Yeah. Mm. All yeah. right. That's good then. So, Nitty, you've obviously been running in 
the Super Blast and the Super Comp. We've seen both of them. Yeah, yeah, Just and a bit like, of Nova Blast as well. Oh, so you, you do wear shoes under 48 <laughs> mil yeah. now. I do. I've got dirt across the road. So, but look, you... these, these, these look less worn than the um, Super Blast, but they're definitely more worn. So they've done about 30% less volume, but because I'm hitting the front of the shoe a bit more as well, there's less substance through there. So I'm close to bottoming this shoe out 200Ks, but it's okay on the grass. So I have enjoyed running in the Nova just because it is so light. Um, the upper is so comfortable. Look, I'm all about the upper upper fits now as well. So um, there's a couple of shoes that are more luxurious, but Here I've been go. consistent. <laughs> but no, nah, nah, but that that be oh yeah, I have been running in the dessert shoes. I've been running in the super the the super comp trainer, the um the super blast, the Nova three, and I've done a couple jogs in some traditional shoes. I ran in the Inspire the other day. Um, <laughs> it's a Inspire big change. Or the yeah, 19. Yeah. No, nah, the 18, not the 19. No. Nah. So right. apparently the 19 is a good upgrade. So it is. It just arrived actually in store. Yeah. It's apparently softer. It's the, yeah, yeah. Softer and a bit more midsole. So, yeah. Um, look, I won't go through my shoe of the year yet because we'll do that at the end. But um, we've got, we've actually had our track resurfaced here in Adelaide. We have, we had, we only had one track. We got one out of Bridgestone. So I've gone back on the track running um, uh, in a different pair of spikes. So this is, because it's the summertime now and people are starting to run 5Ks. And I know you guys got the 5K, 10K coming up in Geelong, Julian. So mm-hmm. we'll be over for that one. Um, this is probably what I'll wear, I reckon. Um, I think this is the um, the Addy Zero uh, Cadence, TYO. Um, Gary, um, Tom's coach, wouldn't be happy with the uh, the Tin Man colors, but it was all that was accessible. But this is the Light Strike Pro midsole. Um, so it's um, relatively resilient foam. Um, it runs off 20 mil front to back, I think. I don't think there's a heel pitch in it. Um, it doesn't feel like that anyway. So, um, and they, they stick, you can see the, I've done some grass work out, so they, they place the rods through here to stiffen it up. It's probably not as stiff as, um, you know, like a, an Air Vic, but it's probably, it's probably on similar stiffness to what a, um, a Dragonfly is, but with just less of a rocker through there. I would have loved to have just seen this shoe just being a bit more rocket at the forefoot, I reckon. It looks a bit, um, it looks like a similar platform to the on spikes coming out, Julian. I know you're probably getting the on spikes, um, but the on spikes look a bit more rocket at the forefoot. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing them. But as a vet, like, I mean, look, you go to a track race now, and 90% of people at a 3K plus, or even 1500 meter plus, are wearing the Dragonfly. So it's flooded. And you see an Air Vic once every, well, one in 10 people maybe. Um, and then every now and then you see one in 10 in these as well. So they're probably harder to access as well, Julian. Out of that's a bit of bit of struggle town here in australia aren't they for retailers yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned the dragonfly is more um like you see them more uh populated sort of around the tracks mm. and stuff mm. we actually sell more victories than dragonflies yeah well wow. and, and a lot of it that is um i think just to to kind of sprinters who train in it mm. as well yep. uh and and those that do those like crossover distances so, yeah, we, we've actually had more success probably with Victory than Dragon. Well, like I like the Vic more. I think I, you know, if you hit the pods, they work really, really well. It's a bit flimsy on the upper around the bend, but... Yeah, you know, that's the problem is there's yeah. a bunch that come back with tears in them. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and then next year, you're going to see a lot of spikes come up against Dragonfly. So you have the mm-hmm. on spike. You have Hocker bringing yep. out a, a, a model. I saw um, that. Sockany of, of a model that come out yep. with Peeva Foam. Mizuno's, I think 2024, we'll see that stuff come through. And 
Look, I've got a question for you though, Julian. Like a lot of these super shoes have big price tags to them. One thing yeah. that Dragonfly does well is that they're cheap. That well, not that cheap, but they are the same price as like a, a Matumbo was or like a yeah. uh, just a traditional Victory. The other companies, I'm assuming they're going to put a pro- higher price tag on their spike. They are, and yeah. because they come in in such small numbers, they cost more. So yeah. they're they're making less. The mm. cost the, the the product manufacturing mm. costs them more. Uh, they're buying them in less volume, so the cost mm-hmm. is more. So it's hard to keep them south of three hundred bucks, yeah. um, and 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 most <laughs> most will be around that high two hundred to, to yeah. low three hundred mark. Um, and so yeah, Nike being the, the, the kind of Goliath that they are, that's that's how they can do it. They can produce mass stuff like at less cost, and um, yeah, I'm not sure the market's there to, to fit for people to like to sustain four or five super spikes. Mm, that's fair. You've but been doing 10K te- tempos in them yet, Tom? What's that? Spikes? You've been doing 10K ah, tempos in your nah, spikes not yet? yet. Uh, no, no. There'll be no spikes this year, I don't think. Yeah, interesting. There's a bit yeah. of research now that, that sort of shows maybe spikes on the track, like give no real advantage over, yeah. over a higher stack shoe. Do you want to discuss that one? Okay. Bring it. I'm sure you've deep dived on it. So you I haven't actually deep dived and I only saw the synopsis that they came up from Lab Rap. I just saw that they grabbed a cohort of runners and they would they run a three K? Was that right, Tom? They ran a no, was it uh, a three no, K three and minute and nine minute. A three minute and nine minute. They were in the nine minute first, didn't they? I can't I don't know. Don't know. They compared a dragonfly and a vaporfly and mm. uh, they looked at like just distance covered relative to the individual and uh, they compared amongst the the spike and the vaporfly and Look at a track scenario for me. I thought, well, for me personally, if I ran in a vapor fly or a dragon fly up to nine minutes, I don't think there'd be much difference in the end. For three minutes, I was a bit surprised to see that the vapor fly was a bit higher, but it might have been they were sort of associating that, you know, the fatigue of um, running the nine minute first and coming back to the three minute, probably where maybe the, um, the vapor fly has its advantage, right? So. And, you know, that could be relative to so many factors like body mass. You know, people who have bigger body mass might get more back from the shoe. People who are lighter weight might have, you know, a bit more response with the um, the spike as well. But um, look, rules are rules, though. That, I mean, in America, you can in NCAA, you can wear the super shoes on the on the cross-country course or on the on the track. But here, like, it's great if you can wear them. That's great. But if you, you know, you can't wear them you're basically looking at it as a, as a, as a training paper. Um, and it makes sense. You can wake up the next day, but perform just as well on the day, but be a bit less sore. I mean, I still pull up sore wearing the super spikes. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. We can wear them here. We can wear them. Maybe Tom can't wear them at Zatapec, but Nita, you and I yeah. can wear them. Yeah, look, we do, but we, we, you know, if you rock up at a 3K or a 5K or a 10K, or maybe a 10K, you might wear them, but you wouldn't be wearing them over um, 3K or 5K. Yes, I would. You reckon? Yep. Yes, I would for sure. I would. There's too much damage to be had. There's too much risk to be taken for for such little reward for me. Look, you Playing might have better. The... You might have better luck on your knee if you wear less shoe, mate. Mm, it's true. That mm. is a good point. Uh, I just. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good. Yeah. It's, I don't know though. I don't like them. I don't like spikes. I like to come down and just sink. <laughs> that uh, that study, um, what would be interesting is if they did um, the um, subject-specific data just to see how many were like, you yeah. know, because it just averages it all out. But like Absolutely. if most of them were one way or most of them were the other way or there was just yeah, some yeah. that like really more so the other way. Yeah. Um, it was quite close in the end. It, was, it yeah. wasn't much 
between them, really. Yeah, on average. Agreed. And look, as the duration gets further, as you head out towards 25 to 30 minutes or 35 minutes for the 10K on, on track, you'd have to argue that there wouldn't be many people being able to run in the spike better than they would in the vapor fly unless you're at the real top end level weighing 50, 60 kilos and and looking for like a change of pace at the end of the race, which is probably, you know, slightly more advantage in a spike, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm. Good. Mm. Um, well, but that's 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 been my training. I'll go through one other training shoe at the end, but that's my shoe of the year. So, so I'll, we'll wait to the end. Okay. All right. Yep. Well, I've been I've been running in a shoe that we've sort of kind of been a bit cryptic about, but the embargo's off. Mm-hmm. The um, the US team from Mizuno let the cat out of the bag a bit early, and so mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's opened up us to be able to chat about it. Um, so we've been calling it the zebra shoe on the podcast a lot, the main podcast and on this podcast. I think we've talked about it a bit. It's it's the Mizuno Wave Rebellion Pro. Mm. So this Look, I might is... I might stick this on the cheese board just because um it's a good it's a good shoe oh, for the cheese yeah, board. Cheese Tom. board it. Yeah. Cheese board it and screenshot it. Look at that. Oh, that. that's a delight. Oh, like... A, a couple, a, a couple, a couple centimeters of touching the ground there. Look at the the rear foot rocker on that. Look at the rear foot of it. <laughs> that is incredible. Nothing like it? it. Yeah, nothing. How like does it. it even sit like that? It's extraordinary, isn't it? Look at the surface area. You love this little bit here um, that just moves so uh, so freely. <laughs> the <Yeah>. medial aspect. <laughs> Look, you're not landing there though. No, Your no. foot Look, that, doesn't hit the deck there. I'd love to know the stats of um how high this middle bit is. Like I I've measured it. it. I've, what I've is measured it? it. Yeah, yeah. I got the calibers out this morning. Uh, <laughs> so I've written it down. It's actually quite insane. Uh, I was surprised because I measured. I tried to get like center of the heel at the rear foot, and it was on my size thirteen. It was forty two mil. Yeah, at, at the at the rear foot compared to that to the forefoot, it was thirty eight. So despite how it looks, it actually still apparently has a four mil drop. But oh, the, yeah, I've got the specs here. If you need the specs, I've got them. Yeah, You've got the specs. Read, read the, specs. the specs. Thirty-nine, four foot. I mean, thirty-nine heel, thirty-four and a half four foot. So they're calling it a four and a half mil offset. Yeah, four mil. So I measured about four mm. mil offset. Um, but do you know how? Do you know what I measured it? From the uh, that that midfoot region where it's at its thickest, yeah, with with, with the sidewall or without fifty eight <laughs> from midsole, midsole to its insole. Mm. Use like the the external caliper thing, yeah, fifty eight. So that makes it a twenty mil drop from midfoot to forefoot. Done. Wait, <laughs> feel it. Put your fingers on it. That's two centimeters. And look, that's how, and that's how that drop feels, mate. Like as soon as that's you get the big foot, when you run yeah, fast, yeah. it doesn't feel low drop. You run fast in this shoe, and it's like, well, my calves feel great. Yeah, yeah. The pitch is, you like you're saying. So the relative pitch from the midfoot to the, the forefoot, you're from dropping the midfoot to the forefoot is twenty mil. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna go back. We're gonna rewind a little here and talk about the shoe, and then we can get into the. Uh, <laughs> then we can get into the nitty gritties. But this is so. This is uh, Mizuno's. I'm going to call it the first legitimate super shoe that Mizuno have made. Uh, they had the Wave Rebellion, I think, already, and it struggled in the performance department. That's a generous assessment of it. Um, so this here brings in Mizuno's new foam. So uh, this is Energy Light Plus. There's two different foams here. This Mizuno Energy Light Plus is the top layer. 
and underneath it is energy light. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, we're talking high-performance foam up top and the more stable uh, kind of rigid foam down the bottom. The plate, carbon-infused wave plate, so they, they kind of went away from the fiberglass from the mm-hmm. Rebellion and then in the Rebellion Pro, we've got carbon-infused. Uh, the outer sole is oh, something Mizuno can do well. These guys know how to make an outer sole. So this is probably this is up there with one of the best outer soles I've ever worn. Um, the forefoot are little diamond pieces uh, of rubber, very tacky, and through the back of the shoe they're oval pieces. Um, so uh, I'm not sure exactly why the difference is, um, but yeah, underneath the forefoot is just real high traction, um, and maybe the ovals are a bit softer to land on. Mm. So it might just increase softness. Um, it's such a rear foot rocket shoe. We've never seen this before, have we? Really in anything. Um, Not this aggressive, no way. When I first saw this, I thought no one can wear this. Anyone who's going to slightly <laughs> land on their rear foot is going to land on the back of a rocker and it's going mm. to be the harshest experience ever. So we're going to transition all these people into midfoot strikers, even though they're not naturally midfoot striking. The shoe is basically going to totally change their gait. Um, and now I'm thinking what's going to happen to their calves and Achilles in that case. Uh, if, if all of a sudden they're loading the foot and ankle so much more through this forefoot strike. Uh, but funnily enough, as Tom may be explaining it, uh, Tom might be the answer, the maestro here. <laughs> I've actually pulled up with way less calf soreness than what I have wearing the endorphin pro from Sokomi. Um, so it's been a bit of a, a surprise to me. I've probably put about 100K into this. I've used it for a mix of tempo workouts, fast workouts on the dirt, as well as a track workout yesterday. Um, it's performed well at all paces for me. Probably the only thing is that it's got a bit of a funky toe box. I've gone up a half size. I could probably go up a full size. Yeah, yeah. I just destroyed my toenails initially. Yep. Um, uh, so you, sizing, so you get, this is going to be something you're going to have to put on in store mm. to get right. Like there's no, you can't change yeah, this yeah. one online. Look, I, you're a spot on. I'm 10 US most days, sometimes 10 and a half, but I could comfortably go to 11 in this if I had to. Um, just the toenail issues, the, the, the one thing at the end. But look, that's better now, but it does, it runs small. So it runs small and it, it kind of runs, the big toe gets crushed here. It, does. it, it tapers yeah. off pretty quickly. Mm. Um, so this this particular colorway, I, I believe, is February drop Kaka, Kakazomi ceremony. It's sort of Japanese calligraphy. I think they like write down New Year's resolutions, um, and so this reflects that. It's called the Kakamo, Kakazomi PB colorway. Uh, so yeah, there's been a bit of a hype around this shoe. I have pretty much every super shoe sitting in the garage, and. I put them all on next to this, and the closest feel that I could get was Alpha Fly. Mm-hmm. Alpha Fly feels softer. This feels firmer and mm-hmm. snappier. Look, what about you, Tom? You've worn it probably a few times as well. How, how's the function for you? Um, yeah, pretty good. Uh, so I would say, compared to what I've worn in the past, it is closest to Alpha Fly. I, I definitely haven't tried as many super shoes as you, Julian. Or yeah, either, either is knitter. Um, but yeah, it um, 
it surprised me. Like it, it obviously surprised me with that rear foot. I'm very sensitive to like mm. half Achilles low, but I had the same experience as you, Julian, where like I pulled up no issue at all with my calf or Achilles. Um, and I, yeah, I do assume it's a combination of things, but the, the landing midfoot with still having such a big pitch from midfoot to forefoot is obviously a factor as well as like the amount of cushion and the rocker. And that all facilitates um, a little bit less load down around the, the calf and Achilles with, with cushion rocker as well as that, that, that pretty crazy midfoot drop. Um, I was just saying before we started recording, I, I, I'm probably a bit of an outlier in compared to you guys, I guess, and maybe some others. With I just I still gravitate towards some of the other shoes like Vaporfly over this because I can't I don't seem to be able to run fast in a really high stack shoe on a track. I've only run this on track, so I think I need to use it like out on the road um, on a harder surface yeah. um, without bends every um, 200 meters. Uh, that might be a better test for it. Um, but I found it a little bit, almost too much cushion on the track and a little bit unstable on the bends running fast. Like just felt like yeah. I was kind of like, I don't know, moving side to side too much. Look, um, especially if you're hitting this little, like this thin surfaced area, lateral column, which moves a fair bit around the track on the left foot, you'll find that will, but that will mobilize a little bit as well. So that's going to be not super stable. Yeah, look, you, you're a lot more efficient. I, I didn't find it felt like the Alpha Flyer too much. Like, I mean, I, it's the only shoe that I put on out of the Super Shoes where it made me function better when I sat back on the shoe a bit more. Funnily enough, like hit the back of the midfoot, and I'm normally just striking like more plantar grade, but it felt really firm when I did that. So when I came back to here, the transition was quite good. So I did a, a track work, not a track workout, a road workout. And definitely at threshold type paces, it made me want to have a higher cadence rate. It made me want to run shorter steps to get back on the foot a bit more. I didn't want to take a long stride. That could also be because the shoe was a bit too small. Longer stride, you sort of jam your toes at the end of the toe box a little bit more. So, but it definitely wanted the transition to the snappiness off the shoe, which look, if you're a maybe a smaller guy, maybe I'm not sure with a higher cadence rate, it could be a more efficient shoe. So, but the Alpha Fly makes me want to take less steps and I prefer that with just the way I run. So I feel like it's a good training shoe. It's still to me, I know it's not traditional, but sitting back on the shoe and the snappiness of it made me feel and how light it was felt more like a traditional flat than what an alpha fly did. So look, I don't know how the function works. You are kidding. I think the the shape, the fit of the shoe plays such a part in your perception of it. Uh, It's almost hard to review a shoe yeah, look, and I've said that before. The shoe being a bit too short doesn't give me the right review. And um, yeah. this is half a size bigger than normal. And I could probably still step up a half, I reckon. To, and it would probably function a bit better. So Yeah. Yeah, cool. Anyway, I, I, I wonder, though, what do you guys reckon that real, like, rear foot striking runner, even when they're running fast, how would they go in it? Would it just force them on the midfoot or would they land and just not like that lack of um, or that you'd, aggressive you'd probably you hit, you probably hit a you hit a little bit forward from it as well, just because that part of the shoe will probably still enter the ground before you get to the rear foot. So it probably would have to shift someone slightly further forward, no matter what. Yeah, if you really, not, I haven't spoken to a really heavy rear foot striker yet about running in this. Um, I think I read a review somewhere that they felt like that did really change how they were running, which yeah. is maybe a good thing, maybe a bad thing. So yeah. we don't yeah. know, like who knows, but. Um, I've even heard some of the changes for the next version of this shoe and, and what they're doing different. 
So that'll be interesting as well. They, mm. They're changing the geometry of the shoe up slightly. Yep. Could this be the start of Mizuno making their uh, comeback? Look, I, I'm, I'm for Mizuno right now because of how mm. much success we've had in store. Rider 26, people adore that shoe. And that's like, that is staple shoe territory. If you can get your, yeah. if you can get your staple neutral trainer right, then you yep. are on, onto a good thing. And look, and I found that with Patience now as well. Like, you know, you got your traditional Ghosts or 880s, for example. Now the new riders back in that category as well as an option yeah. and people are going for it. Whereas two years ago, that was a pretty tough sell. It was a bit firm, a bit clunky, and but yeah. now it's back in there. So a couple of good things. And look, I, I, we got the Sky 5, remember that? And that wasn't a bad shoe either. I actually enjoyed the foam in the Sky 5. Maybe the toe box is a bit narrow. Um, that wasn't about it. But otherwise, that was a really good, you know, top-end mileage running shoe. Yeah, I've seen Sky 7. I, f- I feel like they're making improvements every time. Okay. I-, I haven't seen I haven't seen a shoe from them go backwards in a while. Mm-hmm. Perhaps the Horizon, that I don't like that shoe much. Um, yeah, okay. That's probably the shoe that that like well, I I, I it doesn't sell well. I can barely yep. wear it. I get a sore foot just even yep. walking around the store in it. It's a mm-hmm. clunky. Um, but it's it's a niche category now that sort of support category, and people still want their shoes to feel normal, like it, the Inspire yeah, Nineteen. Um, yeah, I, I think that'll be good. That just came in the last few days, and do you stock the par- is the Paradox in that same realm as the um? Yeah, so that's a big that's a bigger, more stable shoe again, isn't it? Yeah, you're starting to get into br- full brick there, so yeah, we don't of. stock the Paradox. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that. I don't think you'll see paradox too much longer in the. Well, well, maybe you will, but yeah, yeah, that's that's a dying category. What about the neo range? As Tom was saying, is that sort of a category of shoe that's getting a bit more? You know, like you know, the infinities become popular now, and the Nike with the upper mm. that's more flimsy, etc. This is sort of where the neo. Uh, what's the? Is it the neo ultra? That's their more the uh, maximal shoe. Yeah, yeah. The ne- and again, this is like that midsole is not too bad, but mm-hmm. even I put that on, and my foot hates the upper. Yeah, the, got it. The, the, the knit. Hmm. They haven't executed it well enough for me to to get away with it. I feel like my foot just slides around. Ah, um, sounds good to me. I love the sliding around upper. Infinity yeah. one was yeah. Maybe you would like it. It's yeah, probably maybe. just not low enough drop for you at the moment. No, it's, no. It's not. Aren't you an ambassador now? Anyway, aren't you an ambassador? Hey, look, just because my favorite shoe of the year was a little bit left of center. Um, yeah. Go I'm there. Not... Tell us. You've been right, trying to, look, you've been trying to look everyone, everyone knows. Look, and I reckon I've showed it previously as well. So the um, the ultra range, which their ethos is anatomical fit, and you know Julie would know more. They've actually got three anatomical fits. This is meant to be that slim performance line, and look, it is like narrower than say the Escalante or um, you know the um, what's the 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 big trail shoe you guys sell the Olympus. most of the Olympus, yeah. Um, but look, it's still a luxury when it comes to performance running, how much space is in the forefoot, just this straighter, not, not as much curving in the medial part of the big toe, but they do run off a, um, a, a zero drop, but I don't know, just the position of the rocker for some particular reason, being further back, um, and being in the right position, it doesn't feel like an offset of, um, you know, of zero drop. I've put a nine mil heel pitch in there. And while that sounds like it's dramatic, um, nine mils, I normally run off about 14. So it's actually lower than all my shoes and I'm running off. So I love, if, I, I love how you've just told us about how good this zero drop shoe is. <laughs> but hey, it look is like, nine mil pitch. 
Look, I still think that's, you know, people getting to ultra probably have to transition a little bit either by wearing it less or two by sticking a little pitch in the back of it. And I don't think that would mind me saying that, to be honest. Not everyone can go zero drop from years of wearing a bit of a pitch. But this shoe does it well. Like, this is a, um, a TPU-based uh, foam, and so it's a bit heavier. That's the downside. But, look, it doesn't bottom out my long runs. I can run fast because the rock is there. It weighs about maybe 260, I reckon. Um, so I can tempo in it. So it's a versatile shoe. Um, look, the outsole is an EVA rubber, um, so it's really grippy. And um, I don't know if you've tried the carbon on. Um, I have. Yeah, look, the carbon's not as good at outsole. This is a really nice outsole on the shoe. So when you're on the track, this grips so well. And so that's half the response comes from this EVA rubber on the track. So it is a it is a good track shoe if you're doing longer repeats, even shorter repeats. Well, shorter repeats a bit heavy, but longer repeats is not too bad. So, But this is the sort of shoe you can do a Tom workout where you go out the door and you just run four minute K's straight into three forties and just stay there for two hours. And, um, or you get yeah. given a workout Beautiful. and you do it halfway through your jog. You just turn it into a workout. This is that sort of shoe, right? Yeah. So there are, good. yeah. So I enjoyed that. That's my shoe of the year and followed closely by the super blast. Mm. Good one. Kudos. We like that. Bringing in something different mm. to match the hairstyle. Yep. <laughs> a bit more natural, a bit more natural therapy. Yeah, it's starting to get boring, isn't it? Ponytail and uh, zero drop. Uh, you wear toe spaces too? No, I don't yet, but I probably should. I've got a Bunyan's Foreman, so mm, that's why I'm, that's definitely why I'm at Ultra. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's, Tom, um, we'll do your shoe of the year now. Um, I, I'm just going to go with Nova Blast because I still, I think that's a, I love that shoe when it came out version one and I think they brought it back from version two, which, which was a bit of a downgrade for me and they brought it back and mm. I enjoy it more than version one. Um, yep. So it's just one of those just fun shoes. Like it's, you can do a little bit of everything in it. Um, long runs, fantastic for, uh, you can easy run in it as well. Mm. Um, I wouldn't session in it because I've got other shoes to do that, but you could you could do sessions in it as well. It's light enough. Like I think it's lighter than, than even V1 even, and it, that was already a yeah. pretty light shoe. So the, the cushion to weight ratio in that shoe is is up there with some of the best. Um, if if I had a little bit more time in the Super Blast, maybe that would go above the Nova Blast from Asics, but. Um, as it is, I haven't run enough in it, and I know the Nova Blast uh, three has been has been good. That'll be, um, yeah, that's that's probably Look, number one. Pick. It's a good if if you grab a hundred runners. I mean, not what you see in your shop all the time or what we see in the clinic, but if you grab a hundred runners who are relatively experienced, and you're going to say Asics top mileage running shoe is, you're going to tell them the Nova Blast three, aren't you? At the moment, that that's the that's the shoe you want to get into. That you can you can enjoy the most, more than likely. I can't, I mean, yeah. look, I know that things are changing next year, but right now the Nova Blast is the easiest shoe to tell ASICs lovers that this is this is a, a shoe that you're going to enjoy and do pretty much anything in it. I yeah. don't think it's for ASICs lovers, though. It doesn't feel like other ASICs shoes. This is not someone who's running a Keanu for years and wants a, a similar <laughs> feel. This look, is... I'll, I'll rephrase that then. Look, there are a lot of ASICs lovers out there, and it's, it's part of living in Australia and Oceania. It's very popularised. People are asking what's the best shoe out there, and I've, I've got an answer now. It's sort of this is their most flex, like most versatile shoe for, for someone who's been running with more experience, not a high body mass, I reckon. So um, I wouldn't yeah. be saying a you know a Kano Pursue Nimbus sort of thing as a generic. It's really hard to say, but this is quite easy to say now. It's an easy shoe to say. You you won't probably not enjoy this shoe. 
Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. The, the, the only thing with that one, because I see it clinically, is it's still not like the most stable shoe just because it's no. soft foam, high stack and a relatively mm. narrow base. So mm. people that have um, a bit uh, less than average or like a bit further than average like mechanics if they pronate a lot uh, for example or a high body mass and pronate a lot mm. they'll crush that foam and, and the whole shoe will tilt a fair bit so yep. there's some caution to be had with that shoe i guess just with that, those sort of people and foot um, yeah that's why i said maybe the more experienced runner you know generally yeah, will enjoy exactly. the shoe more all right my shoe of the year is sophomore <laughs> time of 20 so um this is personally my favorite shoe of the year We've had some shoes come through the store that have performed really well. Um, but this one here, I, I feel like in that versatile shoe mm. department knitter, this one does yeah, um, yeah. tick those boxes. So it got lighter. I think it's a, probably on a similar weight to the, oh, I reckon we're at like 260 or something here. Mm. Um, it went to a Power Run PB. I mean, sorry, Power Run Plus, which is um, it's got a lot lighter. And it's got a lot bouncier than the previous power run that it used. Um, it feels poppy underfoot. Uh, I know Bree doesn't quite like running in it like I like running in it. So maybe someone who is a bit bigger enjoys it mm. more. Um, it, it To me, the, the fit's dialed in, like especially through the heel. I put it on, I don't get any slippage. has these really nice loops, um, like lace locks that lock the midfoot in. Yeah, uh, fits slightly short, um, but nothing dramatic. And out of sole, out of sole is pretty good. I've got here one that's come back mm. because it's a defective. Uh, I had this little thing come up, so I'm using yep. that to show it off. But this <laughs> is um, the out of sole has been pretty good. It's a step up from the last one. Still pretty wet on wet, like timber or um, uh, wet asphalt, but. Yeah, that that's a good all rounder for me. It's a, it's a shoe that you can put on and actually enjoy doing your slow miles in. Look, I didn't. That's the biggest regret for the year. I didn't try. I actually thought the Endorphin Pro Three was going to be your shoe of the year, um, just because you were raving on about it when it first popped yeah, out. Yeah, the Pro is still good. Yep. St- I still wear it all the time. Like I still wear it for nearly everything. But they have um, done some good stuff, Sorconi. Their, their speed's been been popular. Uh, speed Three, which is one of those versatile shoes. I enjoyed the Speed Three. You enjoyed the Tempest as well, off memory. So, I think yeah. Tempest was good, like um, engineering, kind of innovate, like just mm. the way they melt, meshed the, the EBA with the performance foam with the standard stability yeah. type foam. That, yeah, it's good. We need an Adelaide rep for Sacconi coming back. I missed a lot of the Sacconi in 2022, which is sad. So, but the um, I haven't I haven't had a person say uh, actually maybe one, but I haven't had many suggest that the um the Triumph 20 wasn't one of the better shoes they wore for the year. So that's a good yeah. one, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. What about dog dog of the sh- dog shoe of the year, Tommy? You go first. What what shoe did you struggle with or let down? Um, you want to guess what I'm going to go for? Is it going to be the same as mine? No. It's not okay. Look, what do you? Um, it's a it's a racing shoe, Alpha Fly Two. I didn't get that shoe. Yeah, the Street yeah. Fly. Oh, oh yeah. Street Fly. Yeah, okay. Street yep. Fly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Obvious obvious reasons. It was marketed. It, it there was a lot of hype. Five k, ten k race shoe, and I was quite. Mm-hmm. I kind of got bundled up in the hype because I got big feet. I like 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 I'm a bit obsessive with weight of the shoe, so I was like, oh, <laughs> a bit obsessive. in a lighter package. <laughs> yes, please. Um. But 
yeah, it was just, it was just mush. It was just like, um, you know, there was no, there was like a little midfoot shank, but there was nothing yep. extending to the forefoot. So there was like heaps of forefoot flexibility. Um, and with the softness and because it's a low stack then, and there was no plate. It, yeah. Mm. That's why I was so flexible. And it just, I just, yeah, you just, I, I would put a next percent on for a, a road mile over that shoe. Like there's no distance really that I would wear the street fly yeah, um, over, over a next percent. Um, so yeah, the, the concept was good, but I, I feel like, um, it's not going to be a thing. Like I, I just don't yeah, see yeah. performance footwear being low stack ever. It's so, funny you say so, that, like I probably could have done the same sort of thing from Adidas, um, in relation to, I got caught up in the Takumi Sen 8. I thought just be a nicer shoe for track and be a bit snappier, which it probably is a bit snappier, but there's not, like right now, there's no reason I would wear that shoe over a pro an Adios pro three or an Adios pro two even. So it just didn't work, but the concept was there. And I think you're right. I think people are kidding themselves if we're going back to less shoe. Um, I think we, uh, we've moved on from that. It's a bit of a relic if you have a, a traditional shoe. So yeah. what's your dud of the year then? Look, it's the Sky Plus um, from Asics. Yeah. Um, look, it's, it's, it, I still have used it for training and I, I don't know why it doesn't work for me and why it doesn't work for a lot of people. So I, I didn't have an issue, too many issues with a V1. A V1, I just had a smaller size. That was the downside once again. But when I've got the um, the, the larger size, even the, the normal size for V2, it's quite firm underfoot, the plate being so high. I just can't compress it enough and get the response. I feel like I'm just you know, missing the tip at the end of the shoe or something like that. Uh, the weight of it and the, the fit's actually not too bad. Like the Apple and things are good. It just was a letdown because it was sort of like, you know, claimed to be a, a lighter shoe, um, had the FF, had the turbo in, um, the Piva based midsole, which I, you know, I think is a good midsole. I reckon if they kept the plate a bit lower in the shoe, shifted the rocker back a little bit. But I reckon that shoe for me personally would function better without the plate full stop, you know, more like the Super Blast does. Uh, I reckon I'd get more out of it. Yeah, it's funny because you see a lot of success. At, at the top level in that shoe. Mm. So like I don't run bad, especially. Ex- exactly. I don't run badly in it. I just don't enjoy it. It doesn't feel nice compared to the other super shoes for some reason. I don't think I'm performing worse in it, but I just wouldn't choose it because it yeah. feels like it's working against me or something I can't quite describe. Uh, this is something yeah, we that, agree on, actually. That plate. It's the plate placement, I reckon, is the main, the main thing. It's the, the height close to the foot. Maybe it's a bit too stiff. I think that's other thing that's not spoken about much is like the thickness and the material of the plate, which is just yeah, affecting yeah. the stiffness. And like, I reckon that yeah, makes yeah. a massive difference. Like just how yeah, stiff yeah. the plate is. Yeah. I, I personally don't like the, sh- the plates that are so stiff. You can't even bend the shoe. Great. Unless it's the rebellion pro, which has a, a crazy geometry to yeah, totally yeah. negate the need, the need for any flexibility. But mm. um, that's probably the reason why I like the, um, which is like, by by many accounts is not a great super shoe, but the, the Rocket X from Ocker, the <laughs> carbon plate in that is like one mil. It's like one mil thick, and it's almost like it's almost like the plate in the Speed, um, where it's it's so flexible yeah. that it doesn't even feel like a carbon plate. Um, mm. And I think yeah, just some people will gravitate better, will just do better in a less stiff shoe um, than others. Yeah. Absolutely. What about you, Julian? What's your what's your done? Uh, well, I've kind of got two. One of them, the Brooks Caldera 5 or 6, six. sorry, that came out and that was, I had so much high hope for that shoe. 
had their new hydrogen, nitrogen in, in, injected midsole. Yeah, uh, yeah. High I remember talking about this on the on the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very excited talking about know, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So after you run in the shoe, I'm like, there's not enough toe spring for this mm. stiffness here. So when you've got so much stiffness, you need more rocker, and I yeah. didn't feel like it gave me that at all. Or you need um, to de- decouple the midsole like they did on that um, the the Aurora Concept type shoe. Like that, for some reason, that slightly functioned a bit better for me. But I've heard the same with the glycerin, yeah. the new glycerin. So. Oh, new glycerin's been. I haven't run in the new glycerin, so I'll stay yeah. away from that. But the okay. um, the Caldera just, just it's so narrow and it has mm. this really hard toe cap. So it used to kill my foot. It also has these rails that were designed to sort of stabilize the foot on trail. But what mm. ended up happening is your foot rests on a rail and creates pressure. So, yeah, I, I, I use it as a dog walking shoe now. Um, mm. it, it works okay for that. But yep. that's, that was disappointing. And the other was, was this. This was Pegasus Turbo uh, 2. So uh, yeah. this is, this, this, Pegasus Turbo 1 and 2. Oh, this is sorry, Peg Turbo Next Nature. Peg Turbo One mm. and Two have a cult following, um, mm. and we still have people come back ask about them. This has tried to replace it. It uses these sort of recycled Zoom X mm. um, foam, so it's like offcuts that are all sort of put together. It's a lot firmer of a of a midsole than a traditional Zoom X shoe. It actually develops a bit more comfort and flex over time. So I've grown into the to liking it as a work shoe. Um, but I just never feel myself being able to run in it. Mm. Uh, the next nature means sustainability piece. So it's hugely sustainable shoe. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I, I wouldn't have called it a, a peg turbo. That's all. Yeah. Um, and, and I think people will f- find that if they're searching for the first peg turbo, they're not going to find results here. Mm. How, what's the feedback? Have you sold many of those? Are people not, not happy with, cause they thought it was going to be closer to be one or two. No, we've sold them to a lot of casual wearers wear this shoe. So it's it's a lifestyle shoe for us. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it looks cool. It makes me look cool. Mm. Yeah. It? Look at it. yeah. It's got that upper is is the yeah. New Balance Rebellion V1. New Balance Rebellion. New ba- Rebel. Yep. Rebel oh, you sorry, mean. Rebel. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a knitted upper. Oh, you yeah. mean this? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Those overlays. Those overlays. This, yeah. yeah. That, 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 that's what everyone says. Yeah, it's a good good call out. So, look, Julian, uh, is there anything exciting coming out in the next couple of months that you're looking forward to, like for the 2023 uh, series or next couple of months? Yeah, so yeah. Saucony Endorphin Elite drops. Oh, yeah. um, so that's their sort of almost step up mm. on the Endorphin Pro. It uses uh, Power Run HG, which is slab of Power Run. Mm. PB or something. It's yep. it's a slab of their PB versus pallets. So apparently it gives a little more back. Um, that's pretty exciting. Yep. Or let me just pull up. Invincible 3 comes out shortly. Um, I've got a list actually. I've got like for internally I use mm. I use a calendar. Um, I'm just going to roll off some things coming in that are actually new. Uh, January Nothing. The uh, Invincible Three is it there? Yeah. Rebellion Pro, or oh, we got the New Balance Eight Forties, which are like the New Balance more, but with old school New Balance kind of leather uppers on them. Um, <laughs> they are. They look so cool. 
So we just got the ladies today. So it's a maximal shoe for your grandma. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like a, a massive fault yeah. hazard. <laughs> it, it just <laughs> yeah uh i'm i'm telling you they're going to be a success yeah, um, okay. hipsters are wearing grandmas are wearing caravanners are wearing dad's barbecue and dad's are wearing <laughs> it, it's it, i'll have to show them next podcast it comes yeah, in yeah, black yeah. or white leather julie tom's looking mm-hmm. forward to the rocket x2 nah well i don't know i've read some early reviews and stuff like yeah, it'll be, I mean, they need a Piba race. They finally have a racing mm. shoe with the Piba midsole. But yeah, I, I'm more excited because, like, I just love, like, I'm a, I'm a next percent guy, I the fly. Mm. So the v- V3 is what I'm most excited April. about. April. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. maybe I'm not supposed to say that. Um, yeah. Cut it. Um, <laughs> Nita, have you, have you, uh, if you've seen the um there's a bit of there's a bit of, of a leak um from you know the running event that was on i think it was last week yeah, yeah. or something yeah. Austin, yeah, yeah. the um the prime x2 yeah yeah the knitted one Did you see that yeah yeah it looked really good apparently <laughs> apparently it makes the um alpha fly feel like a traditional racing flight really the forefoot is supposed to be insane Clarky took a screenshot and sent it to me and said, even if you don't like it, you have one of the nicest looking shoes, you know, you can wear it to work. So it does look amazing. And uh, I saw a couple yeah. other things leaked it. It looks like the super comp um, trainer two versions going back to a legal stack hype. Um, this but... is all stuff in the second half of next year. Yeah, this isn't coming yeah. up. Yeah. So... yeah. Well, look, it is coming up in the second half of the year, but yeah, it's um, yeah. yeah I... <laughs> when are we get... when are we booking in the um the trip to the running event next year is um inside running funding the trip next year is that's what i heard well maybe for me i'm not sure about <laughs> <YouTube>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right thank you fellas i gotta go back sell some shoes yeah yeah have a good um, christmas guys right. we probably we, did, we definitely won't be catching up before christmas will we oh i reckon we got to i reckon we yeah, got to. Okay. maybe we won't but we'll see yeah yeah we did the year in review already, so yeah, call yeah. this one November and we'll see how we go. Yep, unless right. any shoe companies are out there sending those shoes. But look, guys, take care and speak soon. See ya. Sounds good. See ya. Doesn't matter.